Hello, and welcome to The Campaigns, the actual play podcast from D&D Academy. I am Michael, and this is Star Wars Edge of the Empire, episode number one, The Opening Crawl. Now, this episode is actually more of a play test drive than an actual campaign episode. And what I mean by that is I had reached out through a local meetup site looking for someone that would be interested in running like a test game of Star Wars Edge of the Empire for me and my regular group to kind of try out the system, see how we liked it, and then basically to podcast about it as sort of like a review. So it, it took a while before we got a response back, and um, we, we've kind of missed the boat on the whole review thing because Star Wars Edge of the Empire has been out for so long now. But we did this the first probably four episodes of this particular campaign series is more of a play test. The first night we have different players than we have the second night. And then after we finish those first two sessions, which will be probably four episodes, we decided that we wanted to keep playing, but we wanted to make our own characters and not use the pre-generated ones that we started with. So there's a little bit of a weird kind of transition that happens between session two and session three, which again, more than likely will be end up being episode four and episode five. So these first four episodes or so are going to go under the playtest area of the uh, podcast listing. And then episode five will actually be our first actual campaign. But I'm going to link it all together. So if you're interested in starting from the beginning to the ending, you can. So a couple things different about this particular episode is because it is more of a playtest, I'm not doing nearly as much editing for content as I normally do on the campaigns games that I run. Because part of us doing this is for people to learn how to play. So our, every time we ask a question about, okay, what do I do here? Or how do I do that? That's pretty relevant to what we're trying to accomplish. Once we get to those, you know, episode episode five and above, I will probably start doing more content editing. But for this one, mostly it's just us playing the game a little bit more real than in some of the campaigns. Also, again, I hate to keep saying this, but there's a little bit of an audio issue with the whole first session, which is again, episode one and episode two, I've just now started e editing session two and I haven't heard it yet, but it kind of sounds like we're in a wind tunnel and I don't know why there's no reason for that to have happened. The only thing I can guess is Brad uh, Plogstead, who is our DM for this game, pretty much runs the game from his laptop. And I wonder if maybe there's like a cooling fan that was blowing out that we couldn't really hear, but the wind was going over the microphone. So I don't know. Um, we, you know, we have changed our recording setup from the first game to the games that we're playing now. Cause again, this one was recorded several months ago. Uh, I did my best to minimize it. It's still there a little bit, but uh, pretty much whenever Brad was talking, it was kind of there cause he's talking, but when he wasn't, I could cut most of it out, but it's still not quite up to the standards that we've got ourselves to. Uh, so please bear with me on that, and I will do my best to, to make it better as we go. So last couple quick notes on this one. Uh, from the beginning of the uh, the episode to minute 36 is basically just kind of a rules review where Brad is talking to Travis, Nick, and myself, just going over how the game works, how it's played, how the dice work, all that kind of cool stuff. There are rules parts throughout. If something comes up that he neglected or there's a slight variation, we still cover that in, in the episode itself. But the first half hour, half hour and six minutes or so is just a rules review. From minute 36 to right around minute 50 is us developing our character's background. So even though we were using pre-generated characters, we, he still wanted the story to kind of make sense. 
So we figured out our motivations, our obligations, which are parts of this game. And we also kind of worked out how we knew each other. And then right around minute 49, basically, the game actually starts. And uh, Brad is running some of the introductory modules that came with either the boxed beginner set or the actual game. I don't know for sure. I know we were, were running a module. I think it's called the Long Arm of the Hut. I don't know if, if that's one module or a series of modules, but I know we've been playing that for a while. And in real life, we just finished it last night. It was our, uh, maybe our ninth session of this game, and we just completed the actual module. And so our next game will be kind of the aftermath and, and thereon. So uh, anyway... Uh, as always, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate any feedback and comments. And I hope you enjoyed this episode, uh, Star Wars Edge of the Empire, episode number one, The Opening Crawl. Yeah, I was just asking what you guys, so your history with RPGs is, is pretty good. It's, I mean, you understand we did, how it all works. We've done a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. It's really just whatever Mike wants to run. <laughs> pretty much. But <laughs> generally, that's, catches his fancy. that's Dungeons and Dragons. We just recently started playing a little bit of Fate. Yeah. Mm, um, cool. He did one session of Shadowrun. I, I'd missed out on that. Yeah. I'm um, Judd Cobb certified. Oh, yeah. I played okay. uh, played some Savage Worlds. I'm a huge fan of Savage Worlds. Oh, okay. Like, um, I, I haven't played it, but I've seen a lot. Really like it. It's pretty it. cool. And um, we played Dungeon Crawl Classics together at Gen Con. That was, I mean, it's basically D&D, but it was awesome. That was one of my favorite events, yeah. the whole thing. I think yeah, I tried to kill us all, too. D&D next? <laughs> yeah, we uh, basically, like, the whole podcast has basically been D&D playtesting play through the different packets. Oh, very cool. So how do you, uh, what, what do you want me to do? Uh, basically, just do what you normal, normally normal do. Game. Yeah, it should okay. pretty much pick up everything. Okay, cool. Unfortunately, it will also pick up the kids, but I'll, yeah. Do, I'll do. Yeah. So anything you said about me before okay. I came down here, I can go back and listen to. Awesome, awesome. Uh, well, uh, good. So you anybody else coming tonight? It's just going to be us. Um, we do have a fourth who really wants to play, Brad. Oh yeah. But he couldn't make it tonight. So if this does extend into more than one night, he may join us, but he may not as well. So sure. don't count on it necessarily. Uh, well, let's okay. So you guys know what you, how this works. Um, you have the dice. Uh, you guys know the rules at all? No. Again, we know nothing about this game. I, I have the books. This is as far as I've gotten with them. Oh, right. Okay. I poured the dice on the table, and that was about it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Blank sheet of paper and some dice. Yeah. Pretty much. That's, that's all you a, need, right? That is all you need. This game is really cool. <laughs> uh, it, so um, yeah, I'll just talk a little bit about it. Um, uh, well, I introduce myself too. I'm uh, Brad Plogstead. I'm uh, a longtime gamer. Uh, Obviously, at our age, as men, we're all fans of Star Wars. So yeah. Combine RPGs with Star Wars, and you got a, win- a winner here. Um, but I, what FFG, FFG did was uh, they created some new dice, a new dice mechanic, which uh, aids in storytelling. And um, so, uh, you know, you, you have some traditional success rolls, uh, success or fail is uh, the um, you know the, uh, the success is the little explosion there, and then the uh, failure is little triangles. Uh, what you do is if you're actually good at something, if you're trained in it with skills, uh, you can upgrade, you would upgrade your ability dice here, the D8s. You upgrade those to D12s if you have some ranks in those skills. Okay. And, uh, and the unique thing on the D12 is there's one inside on just the D12s, um, that's this, uh, symbol of an explosion, kind of like, looks like, uh, inside of a circle. And that's a triumph. And that's, a, it's a great success. So it counts as a, as a success if you're just counting successes. And it also counts for something really great that just happened. 
So, you know, 1 in 12, obviously, chance of that coming up, only if you're trained in something. Okay. Of course, if you have extra training in it, let's say you have um, <laughs> ability 3 in um, intellect, um, and but you have two ranks in um, uh, computers, um, you would actually uh, get to roll two of those uh, big D12 uh, yellow ones and then just one uh, the ability dice. So those are upgraded to D12. So you have, you know, two chances to get your, your triumph and... Um, um, anyway, so that's what does. And then uh, each of these dice, the uh, green for the abilities uh, and the yellow for the uh, s- proficiencies, the skills, have their counterparts. Uh, and the counterpart, D8, is the purple, uh, which has the failure uh, icons on there. And then the counterpart for the um, uh, skills is uh, something of, of, of extreme difficulty, um, has the, um, the despair icon on it. So there's only one of those as well. Um, so, yes, yeah, so like I said, basic success and failure would be um, you just go up against a, a, a difficulty setting of zero to, to five, I think. And uh, most of the things you do are like two and three difficulties. Okay. Like, like, like melee combat is a difficulty two. And if you're a strong character, so you let's say you have a three uh, strength, or brawn they call it, um, and, and you're using, um, let's say you're actually trained in, in, in grappling or what they, I think they call brawl, uh, then you'd upgrade one of those to, um, to a yellow proficiency die and uh so that's your your ability to hit is would be three ability a dice obviously but one of them changes to the d12 and then difficulty two and that's it go ahead and roll those and uh your successes you count those up so it looks like we have um one success and one failure so that was a miss and now you see these other symbols on the die the, You're right. um, the little symbol of the rebellion and the little symbol of the empire the rebellion uh, symbol is good. Obviously, it's on the good dice, the ability dice, and the skill dice, and then the empire symbol is on the bad dice, the challenge and um, dice and difficulty dice. And those are like uh, secondary little little uh, bonuses that you can get. Uh, okay. And they they also aid in storytelling. But um, in combat, you can do all kinds of things with those. If you get um, uh, one of them, uh, you can uh, uh, make it easier for the, your next um, allied uh, PC to um, do something. And then um, that's where these little boost dice come in, and setback dice, boost are the light blue, setback are the black. Um, and um, so if you, if or let's say these come in a lot actually, if you're if you're fighting in the rain and it's dark outside, every attack is let's say two setback dice. Okay. Right. And so you, then you add those in, so things become harder because all they have on them are failures and and um, difficulties. There's little empire and failures. But if you're, uh, if you have, uh, let's say, you have the high ground as Obi Wan did. Yeah, exactly. That's all you need to cut off two legs and an arm. That's right. <laughs> is the high ground. That's all that matters. <laughs> uh, you just add in uh, uh, some boost dice, uh, one boost die for the high ground, for example, and those have successes and uh, bonuses on them, so they they counteract counteract each other. Uh, also, if you happen to have like a really good defense, which later in the game I think some armor has defense, I think I'm not sure what it is. Those add in those black dice against the people who attack you. Um, so that's the basic um, mechanic of the game, and the cool thing is with those little, those little symbols, you can have degrees of success, and you know those little secondary symbols, you can actually succeed and have some kind of like bad things happen as well. Um, like you succeed, but you have a couple of extra of those empire little symbols. Well, you succeeded, but you you maybe fell over when you did it. You you hit you hit the guy so hard that you tripped, and now you're prone on the ground. Something like that. Yeah. How much of that is under our control, and how much is under um, your control? It's 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 as, as much as we want. Okay. Yeah. So what happens, let's say the two bad symbols come up, for example, you hit, but you get two of these little empire days. It's up to you guys. But there are guidelines for what happens. Like, I think um, getting up from the ground uh, is a movement action, you know, uh, so you, you would 
Uh, also, falling to the ground would um, e equivalently uh, be two of these little symbols. When I say movement action, I mean like in combat, you get just like any most other role playing games, you get a movement and an action, mm -hmm. and then you have like an incidental kind of thing you can do as well, like flip a switch and whatever. If you want to push yourself and and move again, you can do that, and the game introduces a um, something similar to hit points. Uh, you do have hit points are called wounds, and then you have something called strain, which is how you know pushing yourself. And so you can you can take two strain to get an extra movement. So that's a lot of times you'll see like two symbols, like two extra bonuses or or two failures. Those will have probably think of those equivalent to a movement kind of action. Okay. So um, if you do get two bonuses, you could you can get a free movement or something like that. There's a lot, there's a big chart on how it all works. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, and but that's that's um that's pretty much it. It's pretty cool once you get rolling. I mean, it's really fun. Like if, uh, I, the players should. Uh, Oh yeah, players uh, should uh, contribute uh, just as much as the uh, GM does to the game. That's that's I know one thing I really liked a lot was you could use your imagination for what happens. And the other thing is you don't have to constantly like a D twenty for example. You don't have to constantly just make a bunch of stuff up and be and be you'd be um, you know uh, at, at a loss to say oh, uh, you know be creative and say what happens now. What happens now? You know as a DM. You know, it's a hit or miss, yeah. But should something kind of cool and good happen or something bad happen? And then you would think, oh, the DM's just being unfair to me because I fall over when I hit the guy. Right. Well, the, you know, the dice, they say, well, you, you hit, but you did have two, you know, let's say setback or, or the uh, the Illinois Empire symbols. And so that's up to us how to interpret that. Okay. And um, and then to keep combat kind of moving quickly, that they do have a chart, and I can show you that, of... Um, some basic stuff that makes sense, like if you get, like I said, if you get one one extra bonus, you can you can add a, a boost die to the next guy in, in in line. If you get two of them, you can choose who to give this to uh, on their turn. And there's all kinds of other other fun stuff. Um, in I've the chart. done some reading, and I also follow a bunch of people on Twitter who play the game. And from what I've been reading, one of the most difficult aspects is using those triumphs and despairs or difficulties in successes and, and either just not ignoring them completely yeah. or using them so they're interesting and fun. Right. I think that's something that just probably comes with time. Um, yeah. We, we, uh, it, after a while, you you will keep, you know, I, I as a GM, I would feel like I was challenged to keep this, keep changing the story a little bit because of something great happening, something really bad happening. So yeah, there is a tax there and that's why they make it kind of easy in combat as they say also, if you get a, uh, a triumph uh, in combat, it's a critical hit. Okay. Uh, so that's an easy way to do that. And then in, in combat as well, if you get a, a despair, you're out of ammo. Your, your gun just ran out of ammo or gun jammed or something like that. Okay. Something pretty bad. Um, that's, that's on the chart that, you know, you just say, that's what happened. Let's move on. Um, and, uh, uh, oh, so, um, criticals, right. So all the weapons, uh, even your fists and claws have a critical rating and it's just, an, it's just a number of, um, of those little rebellion symbols. Um, and so if you get an, enough of those, if you roll and you get, let's say four of them on your roll and it's a successful hit, you, uh, then you can use those to trigger your critical rate hit. You don't have to. Okay. It's up to the player. But if you got four of them, then you could just say uh, this guy gets a boost die and that guy gets a boost die next turn. That's fine. Right. So would that be the the tactical reason not to do a critical is to yeah. then be able to spread the boosts around? Mm -hmm. Okay. So if I got, I crit on the moot guy, yeah. there's no use of just murdering him. Yeah, there's no reason him. to crit him. He's down anyway. You're right. Yeah, spread okay. the dice. Gotcha. Uh, but it is also pretty fun to critical. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have much in-game effect on your enemies because they're gonna they're going down anyway, right? Uh, but it is kind of fun to say that you also chopped his hand off. 
You know yes. what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Or or you poked his eye out or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah. That's right. I plucked his eye out. So I've been talking a lot. All, all no, no. I mean, that's, that's, no, guys, absolutely. I have some questions. What's the white D12 do? Okay, that's the force die. Uh, that is if you have force powers, um, you, uh, everyone, if you are a force user, you're a force, you have a force rating of, uh, one. And then over time, you get really good at force stuff. You can increase your rating. But everyone, if you do uh, use the force, you have a force rating of one. And, um, that's how many dice you get to roll when you do a force power. Okay. And, um, and you need the white, uh, symbols on the die because you're good guys. And, uh, there are fewer white symbols than black symbols, I think. But you, if you are a force user, you do use the white ones to power your force uh, power. And a lot of the things say, all right, re, you know, require one, you know, force symbol to power it. Or it says, per the number of, of power of symbols, you can do, you know, this many, let's say, altered mind or control mind or mind trick. Something, I don't know what it's called exactly. We'll just call it a Rob, because we'll all know what that means. <laughs> a Rob? He likes the mind trick? Well, like, yeah, the, every character he creates, he wants to mess with people's minds. That's yeah. like all well, he wants to do. You can do that here, too. Okay. Uh, so, so mind trick. If you, yeah. <laughs> if you did roll two, two uh, little white circles on that force die, you can um, influence two people okay. instead of one. Obi-Wan with the stormtroopers and okay. tat, uh, Tatooine, he probably had a multiple of force dice. Probably four or five. I mean, <laughs> six. I mean, I think the highest force rating might be seven. I'm not really sure. They keep the Jedi powers in check, though, pretty well. Oh, there really aren't any. This is uh, called Edge of the Empire. Gotcha. And uh, the next book they just put out, the beta, is called Age of Rebellion. And that's getting more into working with uh, the actual rebellion. And then yeah. the third one is more force stuff. Gotcha. So this one's really simple. This uh, is almost like, from what I understand, it's almost like Serenity in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, they're kind of like roguish characters on yeah. the edges of space. Because I, I know I, which also is Serenity. So that one of my good friends in college hated. He he was real big on uh, the Empire. He hated the Jedi's and the their whole like hokey religion. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. Thought, he thought it was a little too. But, I mean, you could run a cool sort of like low level criminal thug game yeah. within the. Oh yeah, exactly. That's what interested him. He was more interested mm-hmm. in characters like Wedge, just like normal people caught up in the craziness of it right. and this is i think a lot more based in that right. sort of thing instead of um letting the jedis decide everyone's uh fate now yeah that was annoying the last game i played not it was still fun but the last game i played was saga edition and uh, we played during the clone wars mm-hmm. and so the jedi were just like the the, the in charge you yeah know? they were I feel commanders like in the army keep an eye on or just can quickly spiral out of yeah. control because it's something that well, they don't explain a whole lot of, so it's there. It's a lot more like user created, and then it just sometimes. It, just... it seems to me like it would make more sense for either there, there to be no Jedi, or you're all Jedi. So yeah. If you're playing a game with one Jedi, yeah, it's that guy's story. Yeah, right. It was actually I think two, and then one was a Wookiee, and one was a Celestin pilot, <laughs> and uh, so that Jedi was kind of call- the Jedi were not calling the shots, but in the story that they that, that we had, they were calling the shots. They were the commanders on the ground with this mission. And these were really good other guys that were friends of theirs that were good at, you know, being awesome Wookiees and being pilots and stuff. And they were, you know, like special, like special forces kind of guys um, that didn't have force powers. So, but yeah, that when you have to call and report the progress of the mission, you're calling, you know, your Jedi Master. You're not calling, the, you know, your boss, Wookiee boss or whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> you Jedi might call him a Wookiee boss, but then he'll yeah. kill you if you find Yeah, out. right. So yeah, speaking of the force, your arms off. Yeah. <laughs> there are uh, three force powers in the game. Uh, okay, good. Well, that keeps it in check. Yeah, yeah there's uh, sense, which is um, you can sense the w- living world around you, um, maybe the emotions of others, uh, even the, sometimes the thoughts of others. Not seeing the future. That's uh, a different cloak. 
influence, which is uh, mind trick, basically. Um, and then uh, move, move object. So uh, move is, um, you know, you, it's, and all these are really, really, really minor powers. Right. Just really basic stuff. You can do some damage with move if you put a lot of experience into it. That's probably how you're going to be doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, it's it's neat though. Um, and then I actually um, I'd like to if my game if it was long term I'd like to actually blend Age of Rebellion with Edge of the Empire because Age of Rebellion has some more classes for you which are really cool and it has uh, a few more force powers. It has Force C and it has I think something like uh, Control or something like that where it's more like the physical aspects of being a Jedi jumping really far, sure. uh, high, running fast, that kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's, um, I like to blend those. And they, they work fine. The game designers, it's a, it's a three books, uh, and they meant for all of them to work together. So there's no force lightning or anything? Uh, not yet. <laughs> yeah, there might be in the third book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or if you encounter a dark force user, they might have some powers that you have no idea where they came from. You know what I mean? Um, a dark, uh, a fallen Jedi or uh, someone who was trained by, uh, you know, a Darth uh, Maul, even or Darth uh, whoever, yeah, Darth yeah. anybody. <laughs> Darth films like yeah, Darth uh, Count Dooku, for example. Yeah. Might he, he might have trained some people here and there, and so yeah, you gotta be on the lookout. Also, um, the Empire does have um, does have some Force users that are on their side. Um, I think they're called uh, Hands of the Emperor. I think something like that. that I, in the books, they're Mara Jade is the Hand of the Emperor. Yeah, and Inquisitors, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And they, um, yeah, they, they, they can seek out Force users. So if you are a Force user in the game, you do want to watch it and not get out of hand with it because the more you like make a blip in the universe with that Force power, the more, the more you might show up on their, on their uh, radar. <laughs> Yeah, so you got to be careful. That's, that, that's his way of keeping. That. Yeah. That's the GM's way of keeping it in check. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you really want to do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, now there's an army at your place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well done. Yeah. Uh, but it's. I mean, you still want to use your powers and have fun with it. But I'm mind tricking every other person. Probably yeah. a bad idea. Just for fun. Yeah. Um, so that's that's that. Um, yeah. You guys have any? I mean, I have a. I can. I have an idea of how to break you into the game. It really doesn't take too long to explain it. Uh, but if you have any questions, um, go ahead and hit me. Um, I don't know the moment, but begin. Feel free to have some pizza. You know, oh, awesome! Make sure I don't want you to miss <laughs> yeah. out just because you're doing all the talking. Yeah. Timeline wise, what movie would you say this? Uh, right up before with? Uh, the first one, back in '77. Okay. Yeah. Or episode four. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Uh, the Death Star hope. doesn't exist yet, actually. Um, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's under construction, but no one knows. It's a secret project. Mm-hmm. So no one in the game knows except for the people working on it, and they're mostly slaves. So they'll not tell anybody when they're finished. With it. Probably yeah. just be executed. <laughs> Terrible contracting job. Just like the, yeah. just like the pyramids. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much great job. Work. Now die. Yeah. Now I, that's my see. That's my opinion. I should I should say that um, the game itself, I, 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 in print in the book, they do say that this is after the Death Star has been blown up. But I I don't I would like to uh, play before that just a little bit. Just so you guys um, maybe have a chance to influence that battle. I think that'd be pretty fun. Sure. Um, Long term. Uh, working up to Age of the Rebellion uh, book. Um, so that's how I structured my adventures. Um, but uh, yeah, actually in print, Age of the, em- Edge of the Empire does happen after episode uh, four. Um, so uh, that said, um, I'm I'm going to just go back a- just a couple of years. It's your game, dude. Yeah. Well, point <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. As being God, you have that yeah. ability. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, let me tell you a little bit about characters. So you do have six abilities. Um, uh, just like many other RPGs, um, uh, brawn is, uh, you know, strength, um, in- in- intelligence is intellect, stuff like that. Um, let me just go through each one here. 
Um, uh, yeah, brawn, uh, agility is your, you know, dexterity, your, um, basically. Um, intellect is intelligence. Cunning is your wits, uh, your creativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, willpower, obviously, is your, um, your discipline, your, uh, force of will. Presence is your, uh, what you could call charisma. Uh, presence in a room, you know, uh, ability to manipulate people. Um, and then wounds, you see, they're just similar, very similar to hit points. Um, and, um, strain is what I was talking about earlier is, uh, uh, mental, you know, strain. Um, you can suffer strain from psychological setbacks. You, if you are encountering a, uh, rancor, for example, you might even have to make a check to, uh, discipline check to actually overcome your fear. And if you fail that, you might suffer some strain. Uh, you can push yourself in combat. You can get an extra move every round by spending two strain. Um, if you get in, uh, if you get hit by a stun gun, you, it's, you suffer strain. Um, obviously, uh, zero hit points, you're, you're, you're unconscious. Zero wounds, I should say, you're unconscious. Um, and you take a critical injury when you do hit zero. And then zero strain, you pass out. And there's no critical injury for that. But even in, like, I would say melee combat with, um, with your fists or claws or something, you can deal strain damage and, and knock someone out instead of, um, choke them to death or kill them or Can you whatever. choose to try to knock somebody out versus killing them? Yeah. With your final blows? With, uh, oh, not with a blaster. That, well, does, that does wounds. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just gonna knock you out. Yeah. Actually, you could. What would happen though, if you have an idea this person's hurt pretty bad and one more shot will kill him, uh, and then you start doing strain damage, that's not gonna knock him out. It's not like, uh, one, uh, one stack. You know, it's two oh. different stacks. So they have full strain, and they take a strain hit, and then they have less strain, but they're still conscious. So if you do want to go for, you know, the knockout, you want to say you want to focus on strain the whole time. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, and actually, in combat, it's really cool. You can do a lot of creative things. They um, they added a lot of um, what you know, in all past games like D and D, for example, would use would need feats to do. Um, they just put them in game, so you can aim. Which means you can just, instead of moving, you just aim and you get a bonus to hit. A bonus of blue die to hit. You can um, take cover pretty easily. Um, That's a move action. And if you do that, if there's something there's cover behind, you can add a black die to when someone attacks you. You can uh, go for someone's, uh, uh, something they're holding in their hand, for example. Knocking their blast. You know, yeah, you can, but that, you know, I'll, I'll apply, let's say, one or two or more, uh, setback dice, black dice to the roll, because it's pretty hard. You still might do it. It's more uh, like a trick shot than yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty neat. So it's pretty freeing. You really, the the game really sets you up to use your imagination a lot. And uh, and also, what really helps there is the um, uh, the two dimensional surface we're playing on is just a piece. Right now, it's a pool table, but you could be a, a piece of paper. Um, it's super simple. And I, I did have some figures just for okay. Yeah, I was one. I didn't know. If- is it designed for maps and minis, or is that uh, just... no, 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 not at all. No grid. Uh, okay. Grid is dead. Um, grid's gone. Um, it we've is, been we've been playing with uh, just doing theater of the mind. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And we did that uh, the first time I played this. But one thing we we found was a little tricky was knowing who's next to who, uh, because there is. Uh, yeah, I imagine positioning is a little more. Yeah, there is a uh, distance. You know, from your target, there are just range bands they call them. Uh, and so you're either um, short, medium, or long. And if you're beyond long, it's called extreme, and you can actually be on extreme as well. But uh, it just takes one movement. Uh, to move from short to medium, um, or to move from short to um, uh, what they call engaged, which is hand-to-hand. Sure. And it does take two movements to go from medium to long, and then I think two movements to go from long to extreme. Um, so that's basically a very abstract 
yeah. system. And um, yeah, so if you know that you're long range from stormtroopers and uh, holdout blaster is a range of short, then you're going to need to spend three moves to get up there so you can actually shoot the guys. Um, yeah. If you mentioned, I missed it. But this obligation, what's that? Okay, yeah, so that's some some other secondary stuff that um, I think or, I was thinking we could just dive right in and see how this all works. But um, oh, I'm looking at an Age of Rebellion one. Oh, okay, that's that a little bit different. Obligation, Age of Rebellion. What they do is they they change that to duty. Your your duty to <laughs> duty. The, to the rebellion. <laughs> duty duty. Uh, they change that to duty for the. Uh, <laughs> now he's not. He's not gonna. Yeah, be nice job. Him. Nice job. Every time. Thanks for that. Duty to the rebellion when you owe them, and uh, uh, but um, my edge of the empire is obligated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a spy. That's right. I'll shoot him now. Oh boy. Uh, but edge of the empire is obligation. So your um, obligation to other people in the in the world, um, usually bad guys. Uh, so it's um it's a pretty interesting mechanic. They they really wrote this to uh, make an intro uh, GM uh, do a pretty good job at telling the story because the dice kind of help you out there, and then um, you don't have to come up with lots of really wacky backstories and who affects who when when the, when does your when does that bounty hunter come looking for you you know I mean that's all obviously fun for an experienced GM. It sounds player. a lot less like fate. It does. It's really. got some fate elements in it. Have you cool. played any? No. Fate? Okay. There's definitely some similarities cool. uh, baked into it. So it's uh, the obligation is a mechanic actually. Um, so you have every character has obligation. I think at three players, I think maybe it's uh, maybe fifteen or something like that or twenty. But uh, what you do is every every session, whatever that total number is, and I think it's supposed to be right around fifty or sixty. I think when you start, uh, you I just roll percentile dice, two d10s, and uh, if I roll on it or less, then that means some somebody's obligation is affecting the, the session. Okay. Um, and then everyone's obligation, you know, we'll just say 1 to 15, 16 to 30, and, and 31 to 45. And if it was like a 42, then uh, then your obligation comes into play. And when I say you, I mean the fellow to my left. Travis. Travis. Yeah. Uh, Travis's obligation would, would come into play. Uh, so that's a thing. That's, a you know, a mechanic that you want to introduce long term. Uh, I was thinking uh, I wouldn't bother with that tonight. Just okay. Kind of test the system out. The other thing that they built in was kind of fun. It's called motivation, uh, which it's, again, it's an aid in character creation, why you do what you do. And, uh, there, you know, there's a chart for it. You can roll. There's three, three broad motivations. I think one's ambition, uh, for example. And then each one of those charts, there's like oh, I found my duty. one. Oh, nice. Good job. I was looking for Yeah. I needed a character profile picture, so I pulled one up. <laughs> Very nice. I like it. Uh, is that? Oh yeah, I don't have really pictures. I don't have pictures, pictures for all of those. Yeah, that's good. Plus I. Oh, I, here it is. I almost hate to say it, but I forgot what Twi'lek looked like. Yeah, but that yeah. was like, oh, it's that thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I do have a character. Hey, tons of characters for you guys. Somewhat close. Okay. Mine's sexier though. Um, yeah, no, I like it. Uh, <laughs> these are a lot of these are, are um, come with the game. Um, beginner set, the uh, stuff like that. The uh, Edge of the Imp or uh, Age of Rebellion, they come with some. Uh, some adventures come with some. So I have a I have a, a bunch that so you guys can look at. Let me just um, start passing those around. So I know they don't necessarily have like classes. They have like, like careers. But is yeah. there sort of a like if you wanted to be like a rogue, this is the career that's the most like smuggler type of a thing? Um, yeah, there is uh, actually a career called. Um, uh, smuggler, I think. Um, <laughs> right here, yeah. yeah, well, it was yeah, on top. There I you go. Yeah. So, like for me, like probably like the pilot. That would be like there is a thief as well. Yeah, okay. Ace. Yeah, that'd be probably what I would want to do is be the guy who's just really good at flying. So you. Yeah. 
Well, I told you as we were you walking be, in the house, I wanted to be Boba Fett. Yeah, so yeah, I'll I'll bounty hunter. yeah, good, good, good. Let me find another. Yeah, I have two uh, bounty hunters. So there are some, yeah, broad careers in each one of those careers. Here's a smuggler, scoundrel. Yeah, there you go. Each one of those careers has uh, specializations. Diplomat. And so the specialization is what you would consider like the actual kind of class that you are. Okay. And then the career is more like a broad co- grouping of them. I, I, should I be the Wookiee doctor? Yeah, that's pretty good. Col- it, it says colonist. In parentheses, Doctor. My name is Agrabo. Yeah, let me just or, guess, pull up. Uh, uh, so there's three smuggler. There's three of every career. There's smuggler, there's pilot, there's a scoundrel, and so uh, that makes a lot of sense for smugglers. That- there, so there's some of that, too, like the, the colonists, for example. example. Um, though, although uh, weapons and, and ability in combat and stuff is um, is pretty is pretty balanced, pretty similar. So even if I don't have any training with a, with a uh, blaster, and I, but I still have an average of agility of two. I can I still roll two green dice when I shoot you, and um, and if it's close range, it's only one purple die. So a lot of like a holdout blaster, for example, you'll you'll probably keep hitting. Uh, it's just if you have um, a higher agility and you have training, you'll just hit harder, and better things will happen for you. Is there like um is like armor built into the roll, or if you hit, then you subtract? Is like, that I got, what the soak value so, is? Yes, there's soak value, right? Okay. So everyone does have a soak value. It's equivalent to your brawn, uh, and then you can add to it with armor. So everyone should have at least uh, one above their soak value. It looks like a lot of them are four. Um, this is soak value. Oh, right. so, uh, this one's three. Yeah, it's just brawn, brawn is your soak value, and then everyone has at least some kind of like heavy clothing equivalent to armor, and, which gives a plus one to soak. So, and that armor is pretty cheap. Heavy clothing, I think, is 50 credits, and uh, I, I would advise you to buy it if you're creating a character. Uh, so, <laughs> soak's really, really valuable because you get hit for five or six or seven damage. It's nice not dying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, instead, you seven, it becomes a four instead. So you can get hit almost twice as often. Gotcha. It's pretty, it's pretty useful. I wanna, I, I'm going to make Mike play the droid. Give me five fine. That's all that matters. There's all kinds of other things, too, if you guys are curious. Mechanics, uh, pilots. Um, you can play uh, Kaylee. And, I'll, you know, and there, I, actually, I actually created some Force users, too, if you guys um, okay. want to try that out. There's, uh, you seemed interested in that, Travis. Do you want to play a Force-sensitive? No, I wanted to be a bounty hunter. Okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> So that's just the picture for that. So you don't need that. At yeah, all. I, was I was just adding it. Comparing these two. Yeah. Like, he's a gadgeteer where she is a survivalist. Mm-hmm. But I was trying um, to compare it, but then I realized I really don't know what I'm looking at. So. <laughs> yeah. numbers at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, well, survivalists, uh, they, they do a pretty good job going into um, uncharted worlds and uh, seeking people out. And then gadgeteers are more like, uh, they have like the, the right tool for the job. And uh, so this droid, for example, made some special modifications to his gun and himself, and he's, he's good at, um, he's, he's more of a combat kind of character, but the survivalist is more of a uh, hunter. I'll probably do the droid then. Cool. <laughs> yeah, the droid has, um, has, a, has actually, um, this is the, I think one of the only characters in this set that has more money uh, starting equipment than other people. And so, um, just 50 credits. You can, uh, well, your weapon is really valuable. I think it's like, uh, something like 900 credits worth of, uh, a heavy blast or a blaster rifle. Yeah, blaster rifle. Yeah, I think most of the time you start the game off, you get, uh, 500 credits and, uh, blasters cost, you know, a blaster pistol, I think costs 500. A light blaster pistol costs 400. A holdout blaster costs 300. I think blaster rifle, blaster carbines cost like eight and 900 credits. Oh, nice. Um, so you actually, that, that sheet came with one. And um, and so to reflect that, there's more obligation to this character because you're in a little higher b- bit of debt to, because you started with that like really badass gun. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's all. If we did play long term, um, your your obligation, I think, is five points higher than everybody else. So this spread barrel, do I get it, or is that a box that needs to be checked? Um, yeah, you don't have that yet. Okay. Uh, long term, if you wanted to um, to take on more obligation, uh, you could get that, um, or you could just get some money and buy one. Okay. Uh, if you can find the right person who has it. Obligation almost being like taking out a loan. Uh, yeah, it's favors. You know, it's also monetary. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty pretty neat uh, mechanic. And I again for my long term game, I would uh, I would not let piece uh, players take obligation just to get more money and credits because um, all you're already playing the game and it's going to be really fun. Uh, all that does is if you have higher obligation than someone else, that just means that you're going to be in the center of attention more often. And right. I don't think it's very fair. And your character's better. I mean, so you know, I, um, we would work together and make sure everyone had the same obligation. If everyone wanted to have more obligation and more awesome stuff, then obviously the story that I put together would maybe be sidetracked more often with obligation roles. So you know, so it's it's tough to balance that out. Huh. Yeah, but I think we've uh, I think we've covered everything. Uh, All right. So I think I want to go with this um, this guy who's a pilot, but he's also a force sensitive. Oh, awesome! So he's like the. <laughs> A pilot, but I, I get to do some cool stuff too. Cool. Is that a Duros? Yeah, Duros. Okay. You know what those look like? Those yeah. are the uh, those are the space I just saw guys one here. from. Uh, yeah, uh, there's. They have big eyes. A... Oh, I got a quick question. Mm-hmm. Blaster rifle. My range is long. Yeah. If I'm anything closer than that, does that? You're fine. Okay. Yeah, it, it just reaches out the long. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, if you um. Of course, I'm probably looking on the wrong. If you okay. are uh, engaged, though, if you do have oh, a um, okay. a ranged weapon and you're engaged with someone in in melee combat. You do suffer an additional penalty because you kind of have to like push them off, you know, push them off and kind of blast them sideways or whatever. So uh, if you're getting shot at and you and you don't have a gun, go ahead and start wrestling the guy, and it's harder for them to shoot you. You know what I mean? Just like pretty much in real life, or take or take cover. (laughs) Yeah, but short or medium doesn't affect me with a long. Uh, No, actually, the closer everyone is to their target, the easier they are to hit. A short range is only one difficulty. You know, medium is two, long is three. The thing is with that gun, it just you happen to be able to shoot at long range, whereas these other guns just can't, you just can't reach. Um, it, it's just inaccurate, and you can't extend the range of your gun without having special training, like um, in some kind of specialization. I think it's assassin. Oh, okay, can do that. Cool. Yeah. So uh, that's I mean, that's a basic overview. You saw how the dice work. Um, uh, your your training, you know, you can see those little some of those check boxes are marked off for those skills. Uh, you know, obviously that means that you, um, instead of one of those ability dice, you get to add, you change it to a proficiency die, which is a big yellow one. See on the back here, I think this might be my force stuff. And then, yeah, and then the other thing in the game are your, um, I think they're called talents. Yeah. And those those are ava- available uh, in your career path, your um, your specialization, and uh, it's a talent tree. So uh, if you just check out any one of the talent pages, um, they're all, they all look very similar. They're all trees and... Um, you uh, spend experience points. Um, uh, when you get experience points, obviously, at the end of each session, you can spend them right away and buy more talents or, or in, buy some skills. You, uh, the, the, it goes from 5, 10, 15, 20 to 25 from top down. And you, you see that it, it is a tree, so um, you, know, you can't get, um, uh, for the bodyguard, you can't get barrage unless you have durable. Uh, but you can just get brace. You see there's no line from grit to brace, so... Um, you can spend ten and get brace for the bodyguard. Okay. Um, so uh, yeah, that's how the, tr- the talent trees work, and all those talents have, um, in general, uh, they just make things. Uh, they, either they're special things that only you can do, or they make other things easier to do or harder to do for your opponents. 
a lot of times the talent is like, all right, you can ignore some setback dice when you do these particular things. Like, um, let's say, I think it's called maybe Kill with Kindness, I think, is, is one of those for uh, maybe some kind of uh, colonist. Um, I think you can ignore like, maybe one yeah. setback die for um, Charm and some maybe Deceit or something. I'm not really sure. Um, but, uh, it, yeah, that's how those all work. Getting uh, more hit points is very hard to do. You that this is your wounds. This is what you got. It's ten or eleven, or depending on your species, it's mostly ten, usually ten or eleven. And you add in your brawn to that, and that's your wound threshold. Uh, you see, if you get to zero, you pass out and you suffer a critical injury. Um, to get more of those, um, some I'd say I'd say about half of the specializations have somewhere on there the talent called toughened, uh, but not all of them do, and that gives you two more wounds wound threshold. And that's it. So under, unlike D&D where, you know, you have 182 hit points and you can just fight forever, uh, this game's pretty pretty action-packed. I mean, it's uh, dangerous, I should say. No matter where you go, I mean, if you get shot by a blaster, it's probably bad. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's similar to Silent <laughs> right, Silent always, always like imminent. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty cool. All right. So do we, are we going to start, like, as a group, or is that going to be part of the story um, that we meet each other? Yeah, started? actually, I, it'd be great if we, if, so you guys have your characters, so let's, um, let's just do a real quick... Uh, Wait, just figure out how you guys know each other. And uh, you are you are operating on Tatooine. Uh, you guys are probably familiar with that planet. Yeah. And first uh, mission is to kill this guy named Luke. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so yeah, what do we got here? I'm a Duro smuggler, specialization Duro pilot, pilot. Awesome. also force sensitive. Oh, very cool. And uh, did I have any kind of backstory on there for you? Uh, yeah, I got a love motivation and a debt obligation. It looks interesting, like. interesting. So, so you want to use those uh, to just fill out like a real brief story? Yeah, just we can actually do this together if you want. Okay, I don't know what the naming conventions. Uh, they don't have names suggestions in this book. Uh, they do have an the old book, Saga Edition, and okay. stuff like that. But uh, to the internet. Yeah, uh, and then so you're you're a Duros. Uh, so Duros are are excellent um, astrogators and pilots, and um, they actually their species claims that they invented hyperspace travel uh, like twenty five thousand years ago or something. Okay. So you guys are famous pilots, really, probably in general, pretty good at that. And uh, you are uh, um, on the out uh, the outer rim of the empire uh, or the empire the um, galaxy. You know, contains Tatooine and uh, you know other planets like Geonosis. You've seen. Yeah. So the Outer Rim, Maduro's in the Outer Rim, selling your services as a pilot uh, and smuggling things from here to there. That's what you're doing. Did realize that um, you had some kind of other special powers of um, what is your I think power? It's, uh, sense. Sense, right? So you could kind of see things happening before they happen. Not, so people think you're a really, really good pilot, right? Because you I can, dodge. Yeah, yeah. I'm sense. a leaf on the wind. You, yeah, pretty much almost <laughs> dodge. <dodging. laughs> It's, it's uh, very similar to Spider Sense. I, I think you have a, I think I gave you a talent called um, Sense Danger. I, I, it's not called Sense Danger, but it's, I just wrote that down because it's really similar to what it is. Once around, you can upgrade your opponent's uh, check when they target you. Uh, it's difficulty. So when they attack you, uh, let's say let's say they're just let's say medium range. Once once around, you you choose an opponent and they have to replace one of their purple dice with a big red one. Gotcha. So there's a higher chance that they'll miss you. And bad stuff will happen, and that's because you can kind of like sense things where they happen. Uh, again, that, that works if uh, if you're at a, sh- a pilot, if a, an X-wing or something, and you're being shot at. Same deal, targeting you, you can react. Okay. Yeah. So you have um, some kind of love ambition, which is interesting. <laughs> what do you think that means? I know it's very possible that, especially if we're on Tatooine, maybe uh, there's a Twi'lek <laughs> dancer 
that I, I got the hots for, but she yeah. works for Java. Yeah. And obviously he won't let her go and uh Perfect. You know, so I, I'm I'm in his palace, I'm watching her. <laughs> or yeah. some other hut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there are a few others. Yeah. <laughs> cool. No, that's great. Um how about how about this? Uh, the, there is another hut that is in the story, and that is um Um So let's see, I like that. So it's Gardula the Hut. Gardula? Gardula is and sh- and this hut uh, you know huts are um they don't have a gender. They just choose their gender. Um, so the Gardula frequently is uh, just uh, she chooses to be female. It's really weird. How they reproduce? Uh, they just pop one out. No one really wants to know. Yeah. I so bet no it's like ever, a worm. Is it asexual? They become type? yeah. They become uh, female and they pop something out. I bet it's like it's worms. Really, it's really where they weird. get each other pregnant. <laughs> last line I don't know. I don't know where the uh, impregnation comes from or how that works. But I know you just be. You just, just gonna change your sex to female, and then you can make some. Yeah, I feel like having a kid today. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Gardula the Hut is uh, frequently, uh, you know, talked to, talked about as her. I think it's uh, maybe her 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 great obesity. I think maybe it's her title or something like that. <laughs> her, her, her great obesity. <laughs> <laughs> she prefers to be called. That. I think so. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Well, it's, it's you know not not always in history as uh, obesity. That's true. Some you know. Back yeah, in the day, it was considered a sign of uh, wealth, wealth and, uh, and power. Yeah, yeah. That's uh-huh. right. Uh-huh. So, All right, so you can afford to Sardula operates out of Tatooine. Okay. Uh, um, Delana will be my girlfriend. Cool. <laughs> or, Delana. Or, Delana the Twi'lek. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Uh, Twi'lek dancer. That's wonderful. Okay, that's good. And then, um, uh, and then your your obligation is, is debt. So you guys, um, actually all of you are uh, obligated to the same uh, gangster. Um, yeah, I have a, a bounty obligation. Uh, gun, the, a Gungan. Gangster called yeah. Rugor Seal. Rugor? Not related to Seal, the uh, singer. Uh, no, it's C E E L. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's your obligation. So he, you've been working uh, for this gangster, and you owe him still. Um, get, he got you out of some tight spots, and uh, you guys all you're obligated to that gangster. That's where you kind of got your some of your equipment, and um, that's been, he's been funding you. Uh, you don't actually have a ship of your own, but um, uh, you do have a, you have some credits and some some gear that and you're you owe you work for Gung, uh, the Gungan Rugor. And this is our connection. Uh, we're yeah. In, we're in debt to this gangster. That's right. So that'll be my motivation, too, is that I, I want to get my own ship. Yeah. So that'll be part of, like, you know. Do you want to buy your girlfriend's freedom? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which one? I want a ship first, and then we can either, <laughs> we'll run away, yeah. or if I get her first, then I don't care anymore. That's awesome. That's awesome. So for some reason, uh, you were lent a great deal of money, and uh, you <laughs> owe uh, Rugor money. So, but it's, you don't have the money. All right. so, no, of course. But it might, that it, would solve the it, problem. It could be the girl too. Maybe something. Maybe she used to be somewhere else. She and needed, I bought. She her needed a new gear, job. Yeah. Or she was in danger, and it's like, okay, they're not going to kill her, but she's still enslaved. I like that. So you, the money was for her in some regard. You did. Yeah, I like that. You freed her from. She, her is she an endless money pit? Slavery <laughs> on uh, her home planet, actually, of um, uh, for the tats, uh, for the Twi'leks. Ryloth, I think it's called. Okay, I don't know the name. Yeah, and um, so you, uh, yeah, you bought her freedom, uh, but unfortunately, she uh, she has an addiction of her own. She uh, has a, a drug addiction. She addicts, addicted to spice, and she got bad with the dealer, <laughs> and uh, then she had to start performing to, uh, to 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 feed her spice. Addiction. Is that the same spice as Dune? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Similar. Similar. Uh, so uh, uh, yeah. So so you, but so unfortunately, you did buy her out, but now now you you know you owe Seal. Something like you know twenty thousand credits or something. I don't, okay. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Some number that's it's a large high. number. What was it worth? Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was less than that. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we'll figure that out. Cool. What do we got here? I am uh, Grabo. The I'm a Wookiee colonist or doctor. Awesome. If you want me to read the backstory? Or... Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. So the uh, grew up studying with the healers of his clan. When the separatists and their uh, 
Trendotian allies attempted to subjugate his planet, Grabo tended the wounded of his fallen comrades in the Battle of uh, Kashyyyk, treating Wookiees and clone troopers alike. After the collapse of the Republic, he was enslaved with the rest of his species and made to serve the Empire. He managed to escape, but has an Imperial bounty on his head for a successful capture and return. Awesome. So he's the bounty that we are going to collect on. (laughs) (laughs) Problem solved! I make my patients nervous, but I blend the traditional medicine of my species with the technological advances of the galaxy to great effect. You know what? It's not the fact you're a wookie, it's the fact that you have really shaky hands. (laughs) Just inadvertently rip somebody's (laughs) arm off instead of... uh... Yeah, Yeah, it's right here. You get upset. Um, Like all wookies, you live up to their reputation for brute strength. (laughs) You're likely to pull someone's arms arm out to fix a broken bone as you are injured. So, so it's like, no matter what they come to your hospital for, they always leave with an amputation. <laughs> Nobody... I had a splinter! Why do I have a cyborg arm? Free, free amputations. <laughs> You're used to being under pressure and stress doesn't affect you as much as it would others. However, when pushed over the edge, you become even more deadly in combat. Right on. That's when the syringes have, come out. You do have Wookiee Rage. That's what that means. It's a species uh, talent there. Sweet. So if I think it's something like if you're oh yeah there, or... you weren't kidding it's right there yeah. Wookie rage <laughs> what is it when a Wookie has suffered any wounds he deals plus one damage to brawl and melee attacks when a Wookie is critically injured he instead deals plus two damage to brawl and melee attacks yeah I don't know. Here's the, <laughs> by the way here's a critical injury chart it's pretty it's pretty fun pretty oh, deadly wow. I have two I have two stacks of <laughs> daunting dead complete <laughs> absolute death. Is that like a 150 like on the chart? Scattered sentences. Uh, yeah, 151. Yeah. I like how they Temporarily have to put in details for the result of death. Maybe. Yeah. People, at the well, break. people are curious. What do you mean dead? Like negative one hit points? No, you're, you're gone. You're dead. Yeah. We're talking like not not just a flesh wound here. Yes. He wanted to read. All right, so, nah, that's fine. So, so you're playing the Wookiee Doctor. So, do, so you also are obligated to uh, Rugor, right? Yeah, everyone is so yeah. uh, obligated to. Uh, I, on top of being deep with a gangster, I also have a bounty on my head. So maybe you're. Like I'm a, not doing good. You're here. the gangster's doctor. You patch the yeah, guys exactly. up and they get Maybe hers. he. Yeah, you're a mob doctor. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, maybe he provides protection for your bounty. And actually, occasionally, I think because people don't know that how good you are at fighting, if you just stand there and look mean, I think you're useful in a more, in, more in of an yeah negotiation presence situations. Right. I think that's how that goes. Not that a lot of people speak Wookiee. Are you going to go right. with that same name, or are you going to change it? No, I think Grabo's fine. Grabo. Grabo. Is that how it is? Yeah, I don't know if you'd be Grabo or Grabo. My character is Gimped. I don't know if that's on purpose. Like, you got a lot of... Uh, because, yeah, the uh, this was coming. This came out of the easy game, and uh, they didn't. They don't go by the full rules. So they just put all kinds of fun talents on here <laughs> for you, and they add tons of skills. This character's total starting experience was almost like twice as much as everybody else's. It was oh. crazy. Oh, you could have left it there. I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, actually, I could have. But I tried to bring it back into balance. You're still out of balance because you have a blaster rifle. No one can afford that when you start the game unless you I can uh, add to my obviously change the obligation game. to yeah. increase the okay. I was just wondering because <laughs> yeah. I was like looking at other sheets. <laughs> so can, yeah. Mine's pretty good. Like here, yeah, 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 that, that some more money on my head. I need this to do crossbow. So my character's name is CH1. Stands for custom humanoid, and I'm. What is a, your name? You're a bounty hunter. Yes, I'm a bounty hunter. Are you a robot? Yes. Okay. I'm a my, droid. Sorry. A droid. I'm a droid with a vanity problem. A vanity problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeking <laughs> perfection. Nice. All right. Uh, so I'm constantly looking for upgrades to myself to be the perfect robot. So perfect hunter. It, it's or very, the perfect hunter. It, it's very common for me. I, I don't really care too much about my actual name. I want to have like a nickname. What, what is your actual name? I, well, I don't have one yet. 
Um, <laughs> so I'm thinking something along because I don't know. Oh, you really it's, don't. It's too earthy, but like clover. Because one, I'm green, uh, and I'm really lucky because of my four seven. So like, would this lucky be like yeah a cool nickname, or that be like a dumb nickname? Um, yeah. Or I think maybe you know you can. Clover sounds like a. What's your race? You're a Dura. Yeah, I'm like the green guy with the big eyes. Something like a four leaf clover because I'm lucky, but yeah. just call me Clover for short. I don't know. I don't know if that's too cute. <laughs> just... A little cute. Oh, a little Clover! Cute. Yeah, Clover. We Come you... here, boy. Luck, we call you Sham. Sham. <laughs> Shamrock. Just call me the driver. Irvine. The, or, I'm the pilot. Sorry, whatever it calls me. The pilot. Wash. I thought about that. I was actually thinking we could just do Wash. Jane. Thought about that too. Uh, we actually, if we had a daughter, we were going to name we, her we Kaylee. Could, we could call you Cap. Really? Yeah. Really? That, that's not a bad name, though. I don't know yet. I'm trying to figure out. Well, what is it on the sheet? He doesn't have one. He, oh, doesn't, yeah, I, I he does not have one. I didn't name. Yeah. I looks too. I'm um, Duros the pilot. Uh, I think I have Duros names here. I think I. I looked some up, but they were all so hard to pronounce it. Wouldn't it? Would just, <laughs> uh, that's why. The, that's too, where the nickname came guttural. from. Because I'm like, yeah, I got him here. Chules Quantidal Jermingle. Yeah, Donis Keek, Elor, Cadlo, Kier Vantai. He I'm says that without, e- without even hesitating. Yeah, Lai Nuka, <laughs> Manda Tebow. I like Kier. You know what Kier sounds like? Kier. Rhymes with Steer. <laughs> All right, we're going to Kier. Kier, you back with Steer. All right, we'll go away from Kier. What else we got on there? Uh, <laughs> he, he's, he, he's that kid on the playground yeah. making the rhymes out of your names. I can't <laughs> help it. Manda? No, no that's Cadlo. Cadlo, that's fine. Cadlo. Call you Cad. Yeah, Cad is cool. Cadlo. Yeah. Cad for short, yep. K-A-D. You know what that one sounds? <laughs> sounds like Cadlor. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> unless yeah. you won't be, unless you won't be tossed into a bathtub when you're not watching <laughs> Cadlor. Sweet. Okay, good. So we got a good group here. We got a, we got a pretty decent pilot. We have a doctor. Pretty, just pretty. And decent. We have a bounty hunter. That's uh, that's useful. You guys should uh, you, get, you should get, you do all right. So um, all right. So here's here's how you guys ready to begin? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> We're at the copyright now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is going to be... I'll try this here. Um, <clears throat> Star Wars. Episode 1. Dawn of Defiance. It is a period of unrest and opportunity in the galaxy. The Galactic Empire struggles to maintain control in the midst of civil war. Meanwhile, scoundrels and smugglers, explorers and expatriates, and fringers of all types scramble for a living on the edges of galactic civilization. It is a hard life, but these renegades have more freedom and opportunity than any citizen of the core worlds. In the remote Outer Rim territories, a band of smugglers and fringers work to escape debts owed to the ruthless Gungan gangster Rugor Seal. They are given a chance to loosen his grip by taking an unusual job. First, they must withstand the darkening underworld and the might of the Empire. Ship flies across. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Zooms in on Tatooine. Hand down. Tatooine. Okay. Yeah, that's that's actually true. Well, just, you know, here's, here's, <laughs> yeah. 
We we see a uh, big brown ball of uh, of of rock and a thin thin blue atmosphere above it. And you you do see a uh, a, a small freighter. Um, uh, it's uh, similar to the uh, Millennium Falcon look to it. Uh, uh, it's got like one uh, one of those pods instead of two on on the on the uh, front, but. Um, uh, it descends to the surface and uh, approaches uh, a little hard scrabble town, just a bunch of uh, uh, domed uh, sand struck, you know, uh, sandstone structures and uh, uh, rectilinear uh, structures, and lands in a, uh, a dock, a, a space dock. And uh, the uh, behind, by, in the in the cabin of the of the ship, you can only see the back of the pilot, and um, it's a uh, it's a it's a lizard-like creature, uh, snarling and. Uh, Piloting his ship with uh, with huge claws, um, a huge reptilian claws, and um, he's got some uh, looks like some droids who are doing the other, you know, co-piloting and manning the, the gunner station. And uh, and then we, uh, we we cut to um, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the good old cantina. Uh, we have um, species of all kinds. Uh, more, some species you've uh, still never, never. Every it's, it amazes you every time you come in here. There's a species you've never seen before. Uh, we have our, our ragtag group of uh, of smugglers uh, just looking to to get in the next paying job, just to get out of the obligation of uh, Gung, uh, the Gungan uh, Rugor Seal. You guys are drinking. Uh, maybe if you're sober type, you can drink the blue milk they have here. Um, <laughs> but you can also and <laughs> uh, dabble in the uh, little more adult beverages they have. But um, uh, there's a uh, uh, the local house band is playing uh, this uh, the the hit you've all heard before. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of good. Freebird. <laughs> right. They never played it. Wonder if it gets replayed. I know it's the only song they play. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, you guys are uh, um, just awaiting uh, contact from. Uh, uh, you're waiting to hear uh, what's what's next on the on your uh, docket uh, for for the Gungan, and um, he told you he'd be in contact with him, with you uh, sometime today. And uh, and lo and behold, you guys get a um, uh, a little vi- a vibration on one, some of your one of your con links there, and uh, it looks like one of those little waiting devices they give you at a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> yeah. So uh, who's who's the uh, usual the the uh, the talker of the group? Who's the uh, the the face man? Who's got the highest presence? I have a one. Okay. I have a two. I have a two. Okay. I, right. I, I would vote Mike, though. But... Yeah, no, but <laughs> what's your intellect? My intellect is a three. As is mine. <laughs> uh, <one>. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. My mindless droid. Yeah, you're a mindless killer. <laughs> Kill everything. Cunning. One is two. a two. Okay. We're the same character. Yeah. I, I think it should be you, though, just because I'm envisioning my character. He's more like, he doesn't want to be part of this. <sighs> yeah. He's reluctantly participating. So he's lucky he's going to speak basic. So. I'm, I'm reluctantly uh, the least creative person. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, he's also a Wookiee. Yeah. So no one can, no, most Are people can't understand them. May, maybe, <laughs> I, maybe I use you as my mouthpiece. <laughs> I just translate whatever I want. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. He's, he says Oops. he needs his pants Fresh pressed. <laughs> All right. I'll be the. He the doesn't like you. <laughs> yeah. That's not what I said. <laughs> I don't like you either. Hey, stop it! <laughs> All right. So. All right. Uh, so yeah, I'll be the face of the group. All right. So that's good. That but that well. This is actually this works. Re- it does work really well. You have a, a Wookiee uh, who obviously no one knows what he's saying. He probably he's saying "Have a nice day" a lot of the time, but it sounds really threatening. And then you have this droid who's just bent on 
improving himself to be a killer. Yeah. Uh, just standing there with a big fucking rifle. He's, he's, he's got a giant rifle, but he looks more like a service droid. A big freaking rifle. Yeah. He's yeah, always yeah. cleaning it. He's always. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's just he's just a weapons cleaner. Like the other people spit on it and not polish it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tells the Wookiee to start licking his rifle. Alright, yeah. so I'll be enjoying an adult beverage. Okay. And just sort of like Again, I know in Star Wars you have credits. I don't exactly know how that works, but I'm yeah. probably looking at my bank account in some way. So yeah. I'm just looking at it longingly, just thinking, God, you know, I just need X amount more, and yeah. then my dreams will come true. Yeah. How how much money you guys got on you? Something like fifty each or something. I got fifty. 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 Okay. I got a nine hundred credit rifle. Yeah, that's right. You could pawn that. If you, you you're eyeballing that. his yeah. uh, rifle. Or my Amazon wish list is like a, is a freighter. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's one ship, one billion credits. That's all that's on there. Yeah, your Kashyyyk wish list. I yeah. think it's called galacticjungles.com. Yeah, instead of Amazon. Amazon dot <laughs> universe. Yeah, dot ga. <laughs> no, it's, Gal- it's actually ge Galactic Empire. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so, uh, so yeah, you, you get a, you get a, uh, uh, hit up on your comm link and, uh, uh, you, uh, you hear from, uh, uh, the, um, Rodian, uh, that you've, uh, you've actually worked with before. The Ro- this, this Rodian, actually, his name's Greedo. Yeah. Um, Whoa. Yeah. So, uh, you've, we've worked with him before. He's, he's got his fingers in a lot of things and he is, um, on triggers. He, he's, he's Gungan's, uh, he's, uh, Rugor Seal's, uh, underboss. Okay. Here, um, in, uh, Mos, Mos Shuta is, uh, the town you guys are in. Um, you'll never find, besides most Eisley, a more wretched hive of scum and <laughs> no, no. Um, That's actually on the sign. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> most Eisley, 187 kilometers that way. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, he, uh, he says, um, uh, I got something for you. Uh, or he, actually, I should say something I can read him, read him speak. Uka duka, Doros. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes they speak in Hatties just because, you know, you don't know who's listening. Um, but he says, uh, it's big Latin, really. Yeah, right. <laughs> Rugor's got the new job for you. Meet me at, uh, the, uh, cantina at, uh, sunset. He's got a really bad sense of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what's that? The thing in the sky. Well, which that? sun? There's two <laughs> suns. <laughs> he never specified. Yeah. I was on time. <laughs> the big one. Anyway, something like, uh, Barlow. Uh, I don't, I don't have it anymore. I think it was like, uh, Lena's, uh, Lena's wink or something like that. I, I don't know what it is. Anyway, um, uh, but it's, you're actually at this, at the, at this same cantina. You're, you're already there. And, uh, so, uh, yeah. So, right, past, so, so we got that earlier and now we're here. Past double sunset. Okay. So yes, yeah, so you got that. And, uh, yeah. We had so, nothing else better to do. So. Yeah. You just, just get there ahead of time. Just scope the joint out. Um, but yeah, you, eventually you waited out and, uh, I'll be nursing one adult beverage because I can't really afford a lot of them. The uh, the band knows another song. Oh wow! Yeah, this, this is their less popular. Yeah, yeah. boo! <laughs> yeah. There's someone in the back. Play the hits. <laughs> He's always yelling for the other one. Yeah. All right. The name of the song is called Cantina Band. This one's called Cantina Band Two. <laughs> well, so, what do you know? If that, help, if that helps you at all. This time it's personal. All right. <laughs> So, um, anyways, you guys are in the right place. You're just waiting for Greedo to show up, and, and lo and behold, he he does walk through the uh, you know the droids, the droid scanner. Um, oh, I forgot about that. That's right. Uh, droids are kind of like uh, frowned upon um, in the uh, in the outer rim a little bit because of the Empire is using a lot of them to surveil. And um, so you've had this problem before at this cantina where uh, this is I'm talking to uh, CH1. 
the droid, where um, we don't serve your kind here. You know, that, that whole deal. They don't have any oil on tap. Yeah. So, actually, unfortunately, you do have to wait outside. So they, won't, they won't even let me in the doors? No, they won't even let you in. There's not even a back entrance or a, or a second fountain for you. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tie him up at the uh, stable yeah. outside. Yeah, no, you do have to wait outside. You guys have, you do have a, uh, uh, you rent a, um, to get around sometimes. You, you can just take a taxi, obviously, uh, or, you know, something like that. But you, no use owning a vehicle around here. Traffic's terrible. I can't just be like, I'm not the droid you're looking for. <laughs> Why are you waving your head like that? That doesn't mean it. This droid's not functioning. Yeah. Uh, so no, you do wait outside with the uh, with the speeder. You guys uh, have a um, speeder on loan. Uh, seats four. We uh, rolled down the window. A land speeder. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. It's on Cad Wars tab anywhere. That's right. <laughs> you can take pot shots at Womp Brats or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. T sixteen. He was probably using like a BB rifle. <laughs> I got like a blaster rifle. They just explode. Yeah. I think I hit him. <laughs> Something. Doesn't really matter. Just a pink mist. Yeah. Uh, so you were waiting outside, but you do see uh, Greedo. Uh, Greedo show up. Uh, uh, he gets he gets dropped off by a taxi. No, no, staying out past ten now. Yeah, that's right. Past double sunset. Come on. Okay, but you try to do business here, and uh, he's worked for you before, so uh, he gives you the old nod, and um, uh, he, it says, um, "I think a cat is inside." Yes, they're waiting for you. You're late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. It's not my fault. It was my mom's fault. <laughs> <laughs> she made me. Pack. I mean, the taxi driver. Yeah, I mean the taxi driver. He doesn't know his way around. I actually like that we're building that Greedo's always late. <laughs> Because that's just going to fit in <laughs> with what happens to him later. Yeah, always a right. second late. That's right. Uh, just a second? hair, yeah. Just he hair. just made it just, the double sun's just set. <laughs> Until yeah. you get the revised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then he does shoot first. No, as far as I'm Jesus. concerned, he does not, he <laughs> no. does not shoot first. Uh, so, um, anyway, but yeah, I, and he's, he, he passes you outside and, and walks in and scans the bar for you guys and, and uh, sees you waiting in the booth there and sits down and orders a. A waitress come over and says, uh, alright, Seal, uh, Seal has a job. He's getting. I had to push the table a little bit out to uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. fit in here. <laughs> Your knees are up like this. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. he's probably allergic, but you know, he, do, he oh, deals yeah. with it. Yeah, uh, there's a hunter who, uh, very good in these parts, found Crate Dragon Cave and, uh, has a very special, uh, prize for, uh, for those who can, obviously can pay, so. Rugor uh, Seal has uh, wishes to own these uh, these dragons uh, and um, uh, their eggs as well. Ha- we have a meeting set up. I just we just need you to purchase the dragons, purchase the eggs, and trans uh, uh, transport them to Narshada, the Smuggler's Moon, they call it, uh, the moon of Nalhutta. That's the, the hut planet. Rugor is uh, operating on Narshada temporarily as his. Um, his operation gets back on its feet. And you guys kind of know what that means. Um, it means Rugor's been uh, having a hard time with uh, Gardula the Hut. Gardula's trying, it's a turf war, basically. Gardula's trying to take over and uh, pushing out, especially any non-huts in the in the illicit operation area of this part of the, imp- uh, part of the, the galaxy. Life. That's true. <laughs> Gardula does choose to be female <laughs> for some reason. And uh, so, so, so Rugor's actually kind of... Uh, uh, had a, uh, his operations taken a hit, and he's losing some turf. So he's actually on Narshada, looking, hiding in the very place that they would never suspect their homeworld. But he's, but this, this, uh, this purchase should, uh, 
this should this should make him a good deal of credits where he can get back uh, get back on, on track. The uh, so that's this is the name. Sorry, and out, outside at, um, about uh, 100 kilometers uh, northeast um, at Vapor Station uh, tomorrow at uh, noon, you'll meet um, a uh, Nikto named Kelco Hiss. Uh, Niktos are um, uh, the frequently the uh, the hired hand, uh, muscle of um, huts. There's they, they're especially we're in like the episode six I think on the like the barge and stuff like that. Anyway, but they're frequently um, uh, muscle for the uh, the huts. So uh, this Nikto has um, dragon and the eggs, and uh, so the uh, price is two thousand credits. And um, so you know all, here's here's the money. And he, and he um, pulls out a. Uh, uh, cred stick, you know, of his own, and um, loads up your 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 credit cred stick there with two 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 G's, um, and he says, um, "Yeah, it should be two thousand, no no more, you know. We, otherwise, it's on you tomorrow." Oh, that's how convenient. So if it's two thousand and eight, I got you covered. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Tomorrow at noon, uh, meet me back. Uh, meet me at uh, uh, the warehouse. He, he just says the warehouse, and you guys know where this warehouse is. You've been there before. Now, do we get paid like individual jobs, or is this more like we we kind of work for You're him? You're working off your debt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Meet me at the warehouse. Uh, that's tomorrow, same time as as our meeting today. Uh, uh, a few minutes after double sunset, as as I'm usually late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of those days, that's going to get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard it before. All right, so he uh, he's, he he's, and he says, uh, any questions? Who's the seller? Uh, Kelco. Coco hits. Oh, that's okay. That's the person we're buying it from. Yeah. Sorry, I'm censored. Oh, no problem. <laughs> the Nikto. He is a Nikto. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, like a face made of like old leather or something like that. Coco hits. Vapor Station. Got it. You guys know where that is. Twelve oh, o'clock yeah. tomorrow. It's uh, it's kind of like an outpost uh, outside of town. It's uh, even a, even a more seedy seedy space place than like the you know this canteen in this town. They got a good buffet, though. Uh, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, I've heard they do. But lots of uh, 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 chocolate covered scorpions, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's an outpost of. Uh, uh, it's actually uh, not Rugor's territory. It's uh, Gerdula's territory. So uh, watch yourself. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a simple job. Obviously, I'm, we're sending you because you have, you know, there's more of you and uh, it's above me. So. It's <laughs> above <laughs> his pay grade. Yeah, that's right. But it should be simple enough. You guys, if you have any questions, I don't think so. Okay. I'm not even here. I so. know. I don't know why I'm looking at you. The characters <laughs> up there. I'm thinking, what would CH1 ask? You can't see around the Wookiee anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One one problem you will have, obviously, is uh, getting to Nar uh, Shada. There are, you know, uh, you might be able to fight, hitch a ride with somebody, uh, but your cargo would would never make it. Um, um, you will need a ship, and uh, I happen to know of one that is uh, potentially available. For the right price, of course. Uh, it, the price would be your your daring and your cunning. So this is a, this is something else that uh, that Rugar wants. I won't get into the reasons, but um, the ship, uh, this uh, Trandoshan, uh, the Trandoshan are um, the lizard people. You know, uh, bounty hunter lizard guy from the movie and all that. He's had it out for for Rugor for for years, and uh, Rugor owes him. Uh, big time. We need to get back at him. So um, he and he happens to know uh, that. Uh, Ship XXY, I don't, I don't have the number in front of me, is docked at um, Dock 42 here in, in Moshuta. And he doesn't know how long we'll be here, but um, yeah, it's uh, Trex, Captain Trex, the Trend Ocean. And uh, the ship is called the Crate Fang. Crate is K R A Y T. It's um, 
It's a YT-1300 light freighter. And I believe, and this is the original, or not the original, when we opened on the, on the game tonight. There, it's like one of those, I think. I'm not really sure, though. We'll just say it looks like that. Okay. Like a flying helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that that ship? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's probably not the ship, then. You guys want to do it? You want to do like a Millennium Falcon kind of ship, or do you want to do a different kind? That's cliche. Let's do something different. Yeah. Okay. There, there well, are. That's cozy with lots of hidey holes. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> Everything's always breaking. No, Han made some special modifications for that. No, I, I have ships like dragon oh, egg size. There it is. I got it. Sorry about that. I knew I had one. That's okay. Oh, that, yeah. That's your ship. Looks like a horseshoe. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's your ship. So, uh, yeah, the um, it's a light freighter. Um, used uh, it's like basically like if you right now if you had like a pickup truck or something <laughs> you just put some guys in the back and put some... it's an old Ford <laughs> yeah. yeah that's the Crete thing the smugglers alright so we borrow the ship we uh, yeah the borrow, dragon. The, borrow the ship as best you can uh, obviously what happens to uh, uh, Trex the bloodier the better but I'll leave that up to you okay so he's fine with us just killing this guy and taking the ship that's the whole point yeah yeah, yeah. You did want a ship. No. I do. I, I'm not not a fan of killing the guy. I'm I'm just wondering if there's a way we can just take the ship. And... <laughs> you don't want to have to clean that mess okay. off of your own. Uh... I'll talk to him. <laughs> yeah, there oh. you go. <laughs> no, not on the upholstery. He might be bleeding somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> you have him in a bathtub while the water running. <laughs> <laughs> Blaster uh, shots never really do uh, make you bleed, though. It's all internal injuries. That's right. <gasps> I could tackle somebody in the water and grapple and just hold them until they drown and then walk out. <laughs> That's useful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of like you guys push him out the sea. Yeah. No, never, never play Marco Polo with C. <laughs> yeah. That's right. He's cheating. Marco, you're dead. <laughs> You'd rather rust than lose. Yeah. Landing Bay, uh, did I say 42? 42. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, because it's the meaning to life of the universe. Right? Is there a reason why that we would have to have him either alive or dead? Like, does it have a key? Or if we, we, if maybe we're we, able... don't, we don't know that. That's something we're well, going to find out. But we would know <laughs> in this world, in this universe, ships, like, could you hotwire a ship? Or is there something he's going to have on? I don't know. Can, can you? you? There is a, yeah, frequently there are uh, codes to unlock this, the controls. Okay. Yeah, so you will need, to, you will need that. Plus, or you'll have to hotwire it. Okay. But uh, yeah, uh, he just he, he's you know, he's headed out for Trex, and then he, Trex is headed out. For I hate Rugor. Is the best. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> yeah. Password. Yeah, password is the password. Capital P. Capital P. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but yeah, that's 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 the job. So obviously, it's a little more involved than uh, what I could handle on my own. But uh, you guys are capable enough. I've seen you do do good work before, and uh, I'm sure you'll do it again. We appreciate the vote of confidence. That's yeah. more questions. Do you know where Trex is going to be? Uh, we know where no. his ship is. Do we know where he's in forty-two. We don't know. We, I don't. I don't know where he is right now. Okay, he's in town. I mean, we're this. We're all in the same town. Washington. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So I'll slick and finish my drink, edge out, let the Wookiee crawl out. There's no me. edging. Yeah, yeah. Out from, it's more like a sort of like push, <laughs> shoving, <laughs> straighten your legs, the table goes three feet away, you stand yeah. up, and we'll make our way out and get CH1, fill him in on the details, we're, uh, we're off to steal a crate fang, and then go buy a crate dragon. So is this, there's dragons in Star Wars? Yeah, they're like uh, a yeah, reptilian... Do we want to check out this uh, bay first before the meeting tomorrow, or... Well, my the way I see this going down is we need the ship before we make the buy, because otherwise, what are we going to do with the dragon? It's like... Chicken comes before the Right. End. So I think we need to steal the ship, 
sometime early tomorrow. We need our escape plan once we uh, fly up there by the dragon. Well, buying the buying transaction is not so. I mean, it's probably illegal. Yeah, but But there's a lot of illegal stuff. (laughs) Exactly on the the scale of. what the, uh, because then we will have a giant reptilian dragon that we have to do something with. No, I mean, by the ship. Well, but then Does the, the authorities might be We, we after forgot us. to ask if this thing came with a cage, who's gonna have to clean up after it, what it eats. I mean, are we gonna be I'm responsible sure. for keeping this thing alive? We'll get an instruction manual. Yeah, yeah you it do. Comes, yeah, alive is, is it comes with its own handler. important, or you, you will be in further debt. I yeah. think you just got a new skill, it's called Banarian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You are a doctor. This is true. <laughs> Yeah. I swear, I tried to fix it. <laughs> Why is this Cry Dragon's arm ripped off? I've numbed it to myself. <laughs> no! Uh, I do know one thing. Uh, uh, he's he's going to be docked for a while. He's uh, I've heard he, he's, 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 uh, his uh, hypermatter uh, reactor is uh, is broken, and he needs a new one. Always. So he he is he's uh, stuck. I mean, he's not he's stuck on the planet. He's not he can't leave the system. But it's like they make these things. Big. To break down every year, you can't leave town. He just needs, uh, he just needs hypermatter. Uh. All right. Well, that adds another complication that we can't steal the ship till it's either it's fixed or we need to steal what he needs to fix his ship, steal his ship, fix his ship. All it's, it's just antimatter fluid, right? Hypermatter reactor igniter. Oh yeah, I can I can brew that up right in the lab. You know, <laughs> hopper. I can so, pass it's a Wookiee destroyed. It's a yeah. uh, Wookiee specialty. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, that's what he's, he's that's what's holding him back right now. Anyway, that's what I know. Well, we don't have an engineer, well, Mike. Th- this is our <laughs> territory. Where would one find one of those things? There is a uh, junk shop. There's uh, the uh, is this Vaughn flying thing from episode one? <laughs> Didn't he run to <laughs> junk shop? Yeah. yeah. Was that on Tatooine? I yeah. Can't... Yeah. It was. Uh, mm-hmm. Watto or yeah. Watto? Watto. Yeah. Watto. Yeah. Oh, you guys. Jewish for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no deal. No deal. You try and screw over Watto. Yeah. Uh, so, Vaughn, yeah, Vaughn's junk shop. Vaughn's? So. That's the only one in town you can get. Obviously, you can try this. We can't afford anything better. Well, I don't know that we can afford that at all, but we now know where Trex is probably going to go. Of course, so, you know, Rubor, so, so in my it, mind, did we, it fit? We, this we is all have, coming out of our expenses at this point, right? Well, we have a two thousand dollar cred stick, but I'm pretty sure that has. We to be need for the, that for the dragon, dragon right? So I've got fifty dollars. I've got fifty credits to my name. Here. I imagine that we're all together at this point. We're kind yeah. of brainstorming. So, do we steal the hopper matter drive reactor igniter mm. and then steal the ship, or do we buy that? Do we just kill Trex <laughs> what? and then just wait for his order to come in and <laughs> yeah, let him pay for it? Kill him immediately afterwards, and then... Yeah, that's what I'll say. If you want, I can just stay outside the place and s- scout until he goes in and buys it, because I don't have to sleep or anything. So just I just stand in the Just stand <laughs> the door. Just, like, watching people. Nice. I mean, yeah, I can scout out the don't area. Mind, don't mind this innocent drawer with this giant... Now, what, what is with a sign on you that says for sale, and they'll think you're part of the junk shop? <laughs> we'll debase self for credits. I'll be like one of those tobacco Indians that sells outside the store. All right, so we'll park you outside of Vaughn's junk shop. Uh, you'll give us the signal when Trek shows up. Yeah, I mean, I got a comm link. I can just give you guys. We'll let him buy it and pay for it. Yeah. And then we will kill him. And steal it. And steal it. But, wait, wait, do we know how to make these repairs? No. He might have but, some. Uh, you know, it might be pretty, it might be pretty basic. Chad may yeah, have some basic knowledge. With me- mechanics check. If yeah. your intellect is three, uh, you could try a few times. It probably won't break anything. Oh, 
Well, we know we have the same intellect. So. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you should be able to. Should let me figure. Do not, it. do not let no. the. Yeah. Obviously, a lot easier if you're trained in mechanics. <laughs> We're not letting uh, Ch here. Uh, how no. how do I not have an intellect? I should be trained in mechanics because I do work on myself. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a lot how of guys are good at pleasing themselves, but not so good at pleasing a woman. So you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just, yeah. You're you're. Uh, you know what works for you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know what works for you. That's, that's right. <laughs> not, and not much else. Yeah. You're too self-focused to uh, be bothered with, uh, you know, anything else, really. All right. By the end of this game, I'm going to integrate myself with the ship. It's a, it's a very easy uh, map toward, you know, for how his decisions work. Is like, is this, <laughs> is this uh, furthering my own causes? No, then no, I did yeah. not. It's like a three three branch tree. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do I get to kill something? Yes or no? No, no. Yes, I'm in. I'm in. That's okay. my entire yeah. program. Yeah. <laughs> it's always do I get to kill something? Three lines of code. It was is it was Anakin's uh, first prototype. Here. <laughs> yeah. That's All right. Good. So we'll park you outside the shop. We'll be nearby, <laughs> and we'll wait for trucks to show up. The thing is, we're on a very very put, put narrow standby mode. Time crunch. We only have 24 hours. Assuming that this planet's the same size as Earth. Tomorrow at noon. Yeah. And, it, it, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but by that point, we need to have the ship. Uh, no, you do not. Okay, see, I thought we had to have that ship before we made the buy. No, you you can you can take your speeder out and make the buy. Okay, no problem. You can put it in the trunk. Uh, we okay. might want to keep just, somebody. Get to we right. might want to have H C C H C H. Whoa! Sh- yeah. sh- we could call you just Chris. Yes, <laughs> okay. Chris. We're All gonna right. have C H scope it out the ship while we make this. I mean. At least, do we have any contacts in the city that we could use to, yeah. do, to do this uh, the Vaughn shop guys, thing for us? You guys us? do, and um, that's it, it. Go ahead and name some. Just make something up. Okay. Um, well, you don't trust me to scout the place now. Well, but I want you with me at the buy. You have a Wookie. You are. You have a blaster rifle. You're okay. you're the brawn here. I mean, I'm here. I'm here to keep you know people patched up and perform whatever. The buy is a pretty and... pretty good clip out of town. I mean, it's a good it's a good um, you know it's like from here to Dayton. Yeah. Okay. Com, com links are probably going right. to be functioning they as well at they this won't distance. Work that, right. this so distance. let's um, let's say that across from the junk shop, there's like a dive bar, kind of like what uh, Obi Wan does in in one of the can't remember which one. And like we know the the cook or the waiter, the guy who owns it, mm-hmm. and he'll keep an eye on for us and let us know what's going on. We just we always buy food from his place. I can yeah remember. regulars yeah that's where everyone knows your name. They actually um, serve me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the only only place in town where you're allowed in. Yeah. They have a sign that says, Droids welcome here. <laughs> or maybe I'm just saying exception. Oh, okay. Droids with blaster rifles. <laughs> welcome <laughs> here. <laughs> Will not be turned away. Persuasive. All right. Uh, so what's the name of this guy? I came up with that. You guys come up with a name. His name's Jan Smith. <laughs> Jan. <laughs> Jan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jan Smith. He's a, he's a, I, I, I watch good for you. Yeah. He's a sympathizer. Droid sympathizer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we will we'll make a pit stop by over there by this uh, greasing he's, gears. He's got this weird dive. With you. What's that? I said he's got this weird fetish with you. Yeah, Jan Smith. Jan Smith. Got it. Got it. I'm glad you got on. And then we'll go from there. So we got we got our plan. So we'll okay. he'll look for tracks. Then we'll go ahead and make our plans to go out tomorrow to the desert and to the. Place on the speed. Alright, so you're gonna hang out out front. CH1 is gonna hang out out front of the restaurant and watch the entrance to the jump shop. Yeah. Okay. It does a lot of sitting and waiting. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I can't want, eat I, or drink. 
I want him to go with us, though, to the bye. Yeah, I'll just stand there until you come pick me up. In case he shows up. Okay. Okay. I'm not keeping him in my room tonight. That's too big of a favor to call on some dive bar. To watch for 24 hours? Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. He's He's got a restaurant to run. You can wait outside when they close. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to be out there until they come pick me up for the drop. Okay. For the buy. Okay. All right, so the uh, evening proceeds as as usual. People are filing in for double sunset special. You know, it's <laughs> two hours after, after it's, double sunset. It's happy get, hour. Happy, yeah, happy hour. That's right, happy hour. You get uh, two two credits off every drink. Uh, domestic uh, domestic drinks are are, are three fifty. <laughs> uh, imports are uh, five five fifty. Anyway, inflation. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So um, junk shop is only open. Uh, looks like by the time you get to the restaurant. The junk shop is, is sparsely attended. There's, uh, maybe one person who goes in and out in, in, in an hour, after, you know, before it, uh, closes for that but night. But you, you know, most of these creeps live right out back, so. Right. We can probably. Well, I'm looking, I'm just basically looking for any lizard creature guys. I have, lizard a, creature. I have a feeling there's not a whole abundance of them mm-hmm. around, especially going to this junk shop, mm-hmm. so. Definitely no lizard guys. And there's, there's one. There's a picture of one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So That's pretty, actually what he looks like. So they're pretty obvious to spot. Yeah, they're pretty ob- easy to spot. Um, you do see, uh, you do see How's one. Your night vision? I don't think so. I think it's the same as everyone else's. Pretty sure. Okay. You can get an yeah, upgrade. I figured though. it was a uh, yeah. legitimate. No design. infrared. Nothing. I got red eyes on this. You, you, you haven't got you haven't gone uh, for that upgrade yet. Listen, I, I got myself so much in bed. I got wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't on the uh, top priority list. No, that's uh, right. It was. The restaurant is um, ch- changing over to uh, to more of the late night crowd, you know, drinking. And um, you uh, did see, uh, uh, you do see a, 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 a Trandoshan, you know, one of those lizard people approaching with a, uh, a species that you, you're not familiar with approaching the restaurant. Approaching the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So coming, coming, you know, closer. They uh, they uh, they took a uh, one of those. Uh, Camel-like uh, creatures to to ride over here, and they just they just throw the the reins um, out front on the post there, and and wander on into the restaurant. All right, I want to also actually went to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to keep an eye on them and call uh, Cadmore and Grebo. How you saying that? Grabo. Grabo. It's like Grabass. I want to call <laughs> yeah. Cadmore. It's Grabass. And Grabass. Mm-hmm. You're like. Hey, I think I saw the, what's the name of the species? Trex. Trandoshan. Trandoshan? Yeah, Trex. Okay. I think Trex I found, oh, I think I spotted Captain Trex, although he went to the restaurant, not the, not the uh, junk shop. That's even better for us. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've got a uh, set of eyes in there. Well, and you can go in there too. So you can go in and get yeah. a seat nearby and kind of eavesdrop. Just letting you know. Just stay sober. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That won't be hard. Only 5W30. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No, not, the hard, not the hard. Not the hard. Nothing high octane. Yeah. Uh, I'll follow him in. I guess you guys are kind of standby. I don't know. We're nearby. Okay, yeah. Follow him in. See what's going we're on. Really we're really not nearby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're nearby. We, we just left. Really. We just left. <laughs> Man, it's yeah, so you'll good. You'll be fine. Yeah, we, we don't have to pay him at nearly anything, and he does all the damn work. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't eat. He doesn't no. sleep. Yeah, no. Uh, cool, cool. So, uh, so yeah, you go ahead and go in, and um, the who is it? What's the name? Jan. Jan. Yeah. I can't keep. Sorry. Yeah, I know. There's, a lot, there's a lot of names. Yeah, no. Jan. 
He's, he's Giddish. Never asked Travis to come up with names. <laughs> His last NPC I named, he named was Noname. Noname? Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm not much of a Jan, Jan Smeed what, what is, uh, up is one of those kind of guys right there. Uh, he looks like a werewolf almost. Yeah, he's a bot. Uh, he's a, he's a bothan and, um, they, uh, they look like, yeah, like wolf dog people or something. Yaks. Um, so Jan, uh, Jan gives you the wave as he's still serving some customers and he says, just one minute. And, uh, you just, you belly up to the bar there with an, with an eye on, uh, Captain Trex and, uh, his, his, uh, dining partner in, in the corner booth. And, um, and Jan says, uh, I, I, hey, you'll love this. You'll love this. I got. I know you like the usual, the uh, cooking grease after it's all, all been used. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we had a shipment of, uh, a calamari in, and, uh, oh man, it's, uh, it's got, uh, excellent, uh, shelf, actually, sh- uh, flo- shells floating in it. Well, you'll love it. Just pump that in your veins, man. It's <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Right, I'll take an order of that. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's on the house, and he never charges you for the cooking, used cooking oil. Okay. Yeah, cause mostly it, because it just you just, mostly because you just spit it back out again. So, so uh, yeah, you use that to oil your parts. It feels yeah. real good. You can you can. It's you have a dr- strange like droid taste me- mechanism of things that kind of fishy, touch your though. joints. So yeah, it's fishy and uh, crunchy and delicious. Oh, awesome! Yeah, <laughs> but now you smell like shellfish. <laughs> you're, it's on your... He's got distinctive odor. Yeah. He's take a couple uh, hits to his stealth. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's great. It's delicious. You can move much better now. Your joints are getting rusty. So. Yeah. All that sand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's perfect counter that. So, yeah, he does um, give you the free uh, grease because it's either that or throw it away. And occasionally you, you've stepped in when people are giving him a hard time for accepting droids at his rest of his place. And you're his, like, droid muscle comes in every now and then. Uh, but, yeah, <clears throat> the uh, Trax and his companion are uh, apparently having a good time just, you know, eat, uh, eating, drinking, and uh, watching the... Uh, Pod races on the table screen. Every every table has a, a little video screen, and they're just watching pod races on mouse. Um, and they, maybe they're fans, maybe they're gambling on it. Um, yeah, but you know, an hour and a half goes by, and not a lot happens. And uh, looks like they pay their check, and they get up to walk out. Well, that was uneventful. <laughs> that's, what was, that's what I was just gonna say. Whoa! Uh, well, Can we then. roll for initiative? <laughs> sure. How how big is this part roughly that we need to fix the ship? Not big. It's about as big as the microphone that's in front of us. So you could probably fit in a large pocket. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's what kind of pocket you got? Oh, uh, you. Know what? I'm just going to follow him wherever he goes now, but keep a distance. <laughs> right. That's fine. I'll, I'll have to watch to see if he comes in the store. Cause now I got him. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so that that will require a skill. So let's uh, let's take a look at this. Yay! Nice rolling. Yay! Awesome. You have uh, to roll with intellect or presence. Uh, it would actually be agility. Oh, sweet. Agility is going to be your uh, stealth. I have a three in that. you have any ranks in stealth? Would that be a general skill thing? All the skills are available. To, to I mean, most people, you just have to spend more experience to get them. So, do you have stealth on there at all? Uh, under the generic yeah. skills. Okay, that's fine. He, yeah. That's is that fine. where it would be? Um, under the yeah. generic skills? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, just, yeah, one of those skills. It's not I've got cool combat. I guess that's keeping your... Cool. So, that's fine. Stealth is agility. If you don't have any ranks in it, that's fine. It's still three. Um, those. And, and it'll be actually this will be an opposed role, so it'll be opposed by the um, uh, your subjects' um, lighting conditions, his uh, perception. Yeah, the subjects, uh, the opponent's uh, cunning. So you actually get a bo- couple of bonuses because uh, a bonus because it's dark outside. Sweet. And uh, it's not quite pitch black, but um, that's that's your opponent's cunning. So that's your that's your stealth role to track to follow. 
Long good stuff. All right, we two. got two hits and two misses, and then uh, two. Um, what uh, are those called? Little empire thing. Empire. I, I apologize. I don't know the actual name of that. That's simple. Oh, here. I'll, um, I'll find it. So, I've got them right here. Threats. Yeah, two threats and one. It's got a little. Good. What's the other? What's the here? good one called? The advantage. Um, yeah. Success. Two. Those are success. This is threat. This is advantage, and that is failure. So I awesome. netted one threat overall. So that's so you failed. So one success. You need one success. Yeah. To, to succeed. So now, a lot of, sometimes I would just roll these in secret and just kind of like play it out, but I just wanted to show you guys how this all worked. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, you did net one, uh, one threat. So, so does that mean he doesn't follow or that they catch him? Well, that's, that's, that's up to us. Right. That's up to us. And, and a lot of times I'll just, I'll just say what happens, right? Okay. Like we can just, well, we can just do this together. Um, what do you guys think? I think it makes more sense since this is our home turf that he is seen. More than he would lose him. Because he kind of knows where he's going. Yeah. You know? maybe, maybe he's creaking a little bit more than him. Actually, well, maybe they're the shellfish. Just, yeah. yeah, they're yeah. Just, the wind blows the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. What is that? You're upwind, man. <laughs> That's actually why you're a sniper. <laughs> you're a bad tracker. <laughs> it's because you always have to be far away. Yeah. Plus, I probably can't feel the wind because I don't have any skin. No. Yeah, exactly. So it just like catches up. <laughs> he, 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 he can't smell either. Yeah. In your head, you're like, hey, I'm two feet away. They have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh. <laughs> You're like, he, he know this guy knows he's not just walking past a dumpster the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Full of shellfish. Yeah, it's like eventually like it still smells, smells like, like that damn yeah. restaurant <laughs> all the way over here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> are you belching? Did yeah, you have the shellfish? You didn't have the shellfish. I didn't have the shellfish. <laughs> what is that? So oh, that droid that's been following us. Yeah, eventually they. I saw turn he around. had a self. They, you notice they they kind of turn around and just spot you a couple of times and they. Nobody they, ordered an escort droid. Uh, they 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 left their um, little mount, the uh, the camel like creature at the at the restaurant. It looks like Trex is walking his companion home, and um, uh, does they do see you and um, he kind of he kind of walks faster. Start shuffling. Yeah, they start. Like, you going this way too? It's getting awkward now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I live right next door to you, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you are you pick up your pace, or what do you want? To no, do? I'm going because, like they said, I do know the the area pretty well. So I'm going to probably duck into the nearest alley or side street or, that I can find mm-hmm. and uh, see if I can repick up the trail, but try to stay even further back this time. Sure. Um, the um, uh, you you do see them. They're going down kind of like a main street, and if you can if you can guess if they do. Take a right at the end of the street, then you can you'll be able to cut them off. Yeah, and so you kind of peer around the corner there, and um, you see them to turn to the right, and um, so you know how to cut them off. You can go through this other back alley, and then you'll be at the corner of the next street where they should they should end up in this next corner. So uh, you go ahead and do that, and you get ahead of them. And you peer down the street, peer down the street, and you you do see them coming. So um, you you were able to, to cut them off, and uh, now you're just waiting for them to 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 pass you. Okay, and it doesn't look like um, they've noticed you. I'm definitely not the droid. You just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, all droids in this town smell reconstruct shellfish. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish he had the part because I so want to kill him right now. Because like that's what my brain says. But at the same time, my brain also so says conflicted. I don't want to have to pay for this part if he doesn't have it. Yeah. You're conflicted also because if you you get into close ring combat, then you have to clean yourself up, and you're very you know. I think I just went into an infinite loop. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, He's about rendering, 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 rendering. Uh, oh, yeah. not again. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So you get closer and closer, and then, and then the, this uh, lizard creature. Probably they have really good senses of smell. 
Mm-hmm. And so does he stick his tongue out? Yeah, often yeah, a lot of the tongue tongue stuff, like a snake. And um, and, he, and, he's, and he, companion, right? Yeah, he puts his yeah that, that would that would be good for later. Puts his hand to his companion and pushes her behind him and and says, uh, uh, "What is it uh, that you want?" Uh? <laughs> so he's talking to each ch here again. Uh huh. He's just trying to pull a few credits. Yeah. Help him, help him brother out. He's got the shit. Oh, man. He doesn't have any weapons on him, though. Yeah. Oddly enough. Doesn't look like uh, Maybe you heard that um, he's the guy to go to for... Uh, no. I'm just going <laughs> to... You don't really have a high intellect. I have maybe. a low intellect and a low presence. Well, low presence... That's your, um, I guess, your pre- your your uh, confidence in a room. You know what I mean? Able to speak to people. <laughs> Very bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So that could He's be. He's not a good public speaker. I, 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 uh, uh never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a I'm just boring going conversation, to... anyways. I'm just, I want, I want to grab him. All right, now we, now we roll initiative. <laughs> okay. He, he was always, he was been edging towards us all night long. I know. Yeah. I really want to kill him. Um, <laughs> but I don't think I am. We don't. I, I just we don't know if he's got the order in yet. I don't. I don't really want to pay for this damn part, but I can't be yeah. saying all this because I'm sleeping. Why did I let him go do this? Yeah, your initiative is um, your initiative is either one of two checks. Uh, the cool skill uh, is if you're both aware of what's cool. going on, uh, and then someone just makes a move. I have a ranking. Vi- a vil- a vigilance uh, is if uh, you're caught off guard. Uh, vigilance is your awareness to things that are you know not apparent threats, uh, or or being snuck up, snuck up on or something. But cool is like you know. You're, you can see each other enough, and you're expecting something, but you, it's who, who acts faster. So uh-huh. cool is sort presence. Sort of like a drawing the standoff and drawing a gun. Um, uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So cool is presence. So, so do you have any ranks in cool? No. Okay, so you have one. You get one ability for your presence, I think, right? Yeah. I was kind of going with more of a force coercion here rather than combat. You said you wanted to grab him. Yeah, just like... Well, he's like, not going to let you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a handsy kind of uh, lizard, you know. He's not the cuddly lizard. So, uh, yeah. So it's uh, the presence. Presence is um, a little bit higher than yours. So that's the that's the roll. Oh, hooray! This should be easy. <laughs> yeah. You succeeded. You actually. Uh, oh wow! You actually beat him. Yeah, you got so a, th- a One... threat is not a failure. So right. So mean, all, yeah, success is is hits versus misses. So you actually got one hit and no misses. Nice. So you you were able to grab him, but um, uh, unfortunately something bad happens, and his partner, his uh, his date, runs away, starts screaming. Okay. Yeah. What's the part we need again? Hypermatter reactor igniter. I I want to get in his face. I'll be like, "Do you have a hypermatter reactor igniter?" He's like, "I have no idea what that is." Is another voice cut in? Like, did somebody have recorded that? (laughs) Do you have it? I'm looking for it. Hyperactive recorder. Yeah, no, no, no. I am looking for a hypermatter reactor. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the stupid commercials. (laughs) This deal is good until January 5th. Yeah. So come on in. (laughs) Yeah. So, um. You you did you couldn't remember what it was you had the, you had uh, someone tell you had had pre recorded just so he remembered it he doesn't even have to know it he's just like, press the button I'm a copy and paste the machine here yeah, yeah. so he says I he doesn't know what that is he doesn't <laughs> okay he's not a very good pilot he doesn't but, do any of the repairs himself, uh, if he's right? if he's let's say if he's lying to you we'll just do one more check here we'll just do deceit so his cunning would be um, 
Um, his cunning against your. Um, it's a it's opposed. I'm going to do cunning as well, um, just to see if he's kind of lying to you. So I really sorry that there is a there is a pretty useful chart that has um, good social skills opposing checks. So uh, you're cunning versus his cunning. So whatever you're. Cunning. I got two. Uh, you have two? Yeah. Okay. All right. Look at that crime. Oh, you can roll the good dice actually if you want to. Um, instead of the paper ones, maybe a little bit. Ooh, fancy dice. Mine's still green. You half of it's just. Yeah, you're green. Yeah. But if he's trying to lie to you, you would. He lied his ass off. Oh wait, no. Those are just. Those are. Um, that's pretty bad. Bad. Bad for you. But you did. You did succeed. So you still have a net success? Wow. Yeah. But obviously there's three three net setbacks or yeah. threats or whatever uh, for you. Yeah. Uh, but you succeeded. So um, so he's not lying to you, actually. Okay. He's he's not lying to you. But unfortunately what happened was... Um, well, you'll, he's just that dumb. you'll find out later, actually, what happens. Okay. Uh, but, um, yeah, but he, you don't think he's lying to you. Well, I'll let go walk away. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> that right, was not what I saw happening. Yeah. You continue walking on. I'm going to just stay back here. No, I'm not going to say a word. Yeah. I'm just going to let go, turn around, and walk away. That's yeah. all he had programmed <laughs> in. Was, uh, and then he starts speaking in his um, his native tongue. And we didn't get pulls the program out a comment, exactly right. He, he starts just, saying something into a what he was supposed to comment. call him and find, not so, uh, confront him. And then he turns around and goes after his date. Okay. <laughs> hey, I paid you for another hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you saw the contract. There's specifically no threatening droid scenario. Wow, I can't believe I rolled uh, both doubles there, though. Double, uh... Double, double threat. Threat, threat, yeah. Cool. I, I do like having the whole key here. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. So now, that's, why, that's part of the reason why I picked this character. <laughs> One way back to these guys, uh, he has no idea what he's looking for. I don't know if that was the right one. The right wizard man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, if he's lying to you, it would be an opposed discipline check. So now we now we know. Where's discipline? Uh, discipline is willpower. Oh, I will have three. Oh well, there you go. Super success. He definitely was not lying, to, or he definitely was not lying to you. Okay. <laughs> as, yeah. as far as he knows. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Maybe he's just an extremely good liar. And he tricks his own brain into thinking. You're right. It's, it's also, he, he that's the George Costanza rule. Yeah. yeah. It's not a lie if you believe it. All right. So, so yeah, what'd you say? So, I will radio back. You made contact with Trex. He gave me no choice. What did that stor- stupid droid do this time? <laughs> he is a stupid droid. When he, <laughs> he was coming right at me. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you stand in the middle of the road. Uh-huh. By him slowly walking towards me. <laughs> I like, told you we should have rubbed that, yeah. se- gotten that shellfish smell off of him before we let him out. No, we weren't even in the restaurant. Yeah, no, we didn't. We heard him talking about shellfish through the comm earlier. Nice. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back and cuddle you guys with my sh- shellfish All right. smell. So now we've tipped off our hand to Trex that someone at least wants thing that... The thing is, Greedo told us that he needed one of those... How would Greedo know he needs one, but he not know that he needs one? Unless maybe, was there like a pilot with him? And maybe he did, he knows the ship's broken, Greedo, he doesn't know why? Greedo has one, he's just looking to sell it to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows we need a ship. Yeah. So really, I mean, he's, he's sending... Craigslist meeting ever. <laughs> Casual encounters. Right. I mean, he was with somebody, so I don't know. Local gangster looking for someone to <laughs> haul dragon eggs to Hutman. 
So, right. so <laughs> no odds need apply. So am, am I missing something, or is that odd that he doesn't know what he needs, but Greedo told us that he needed it? It's odd. Okay. It's it's tipping us off here. So we just say screw it and just steal another ship, one that doesn't need repairs. Well, let's do let's do the buy. <laughs> well, that would be too easy. <laughs> let's do the buy first, but I want to be more on guard, and we may even drop you off away from the place so that you can use your blaster rifle. Because I'm getting a really funny feeling about this whole thing now. This, things right. aren't adding up anymore. Is at long range, uh, would they be able to see me? Would I be at like kind of like a sniper distance? Sniper is extreme range usually. Okay. Um, so yeah, they might be able to see you. Long range is probably a few hundred yards. So, so not, like, not too bad, not like a mile or anything. They wouldn't see me until I actually fired, though, probably. Probably, yeah, not, yeah, if you had a good spot, you'd be alright. Yeah, okay. You can give us feedback and comments at our website, dndacademy.com. You can check out previous podcasts at our website and subscribe to future ones on iTunes. If you have a suggestion for a topic, we'd love to hear it. Email your ideas to podcast at dndacademy.com, and you can connect with us on Twitter at dnd underscore academy. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.